Hey, folks, welcome to the Jason Wright Show. Best Friday ever. This is the episode of the week where I break from our usual Tuesday long form interview and just it's a free for all. Talk about things that are interesting to me and things they can be societal issues, anything, but it all comes back to improving always and always. And one of the things that I want to talk about today is virginity and sex. I know it's crazy, right? We have this misconception, I think, uh, a lot of us that sex is one of these things that like you just kind of get lucky. If you have a couple that's married in, in general, that they just, if they happen to have a good sex life, well, they're just some of the lucky ones and we really don't know why. And we don't pay much attention right now. There's the, the dating scene. And I'm, I'm really observant of this a lot of it because I've got two daughters, one that's 21, one that's 22. So they're in that like kind of getting close to marriage stage. And I've raised my daughters in a certain way, most importantly to be really attractive to the right kind of man, a man that's going to take very good care of them. Now, I'm not talking about just economically, but just will treat them well, that will husband them well, love them, cherish them, honor them, respect them, those sorts of things. And one of the things that even as a father, I realized that my daughters, in order for them to attract the best male possible. They have to make themselves worthy of such men. And we're living in a time where I think this fourth wave of feminism has basically taught women that you have no, there's no pressure on you. There's no requirement. There's no responsibility of you to make yourself attractive to a man. Either they like you or, or you or they don't. The most important thing is that you love and accept yourself. And I think that's exhibited by the sexual behaviors of women women, and, and which is kind of crazy, right? Because a lot of these feminists, they are saying we, we despise men on the one hand, but the true road to happiness for a woman is to act more like a man. Kind of weird. And so what's happened is that that has been the case. When you have more and more women behaving professionally, sexually, socially, all these, they're behaving more and more like what they, what we kind of caricature men to behave like. And now as a result, even though, even though my daughters, they will have more opportunity than my grandmother would have ever considered. And thank God for that. Even though that's the case, even though they're, women are making more money. And I know we like to talk about pay gap and that sort of thing. And I'm not going to go through all those numbers today, but the bottom line is my daughters, all things being equal, I'm proud to say, because I'm selfish, they're my daughters. You let one of my daughters apply for a job. If they have the same credentials, same merit, same everything is equal, them and a guy applying for a job in a Fortune 500 company, my daughters will most likely make more money. My daughters are also more likely to go to graduate school than their male counterparts. My daughters are more likely to live longer, are less likely to commit suicide, certainly less likely to die in a war, certainly less likely to die in a workplace accident. My daughters have it pretty good right now. And again, selfishly, I am thrilled with that. My daughters also are now living in a world where once upon a time, we would get really pissed because if a woman had had sex with a lot of men, she was called a slut and a guy's called a player. You know, and, and it, somehow the man was glorified and the woman was, was shamed. And I can tell you, first of all, I never knew, I, I never, I'm just, again, I know this is anecdotal, but as far as the men are concerned, 
I never really looked up to a guy that did that. To me, that's it's just as disgusting for a man to have a lot of notches in his belt as it is for a woman. I just don't think that having a this big, prolific sex life is anything to brag about, and it does so much damage. And that's kind of what today's conversation is. I guess we can call this the improve your sex always and always. And But most importantly, I want to talk about this idea of how we're looking at sex these days and how it's just becoming bastardized. And it's weird. You've got over in Japan, young men that don't even have sex, don't want to have sex. You have more asexuality now than you've ever had at any time in our history. You have more men here in the United States having less and less sex. And here's one of the reasons why. Did you guys know that with regard to the dating apps, Tinder, Bumble, and the rest, that women only swipe right 5% of the time. 5%. Okay, there's more women out there than men. And of those women, they're only swiping right five times. They're saying 95% of them are not worthy of a meetup. So therefore, you have this large pool of women going after this teeny, tiny, tiny fraction of men deemed worthy. And by the way, the good thing about these uh, dating apps, if there is only, and that's got to be the only good thing, I think they're uh, I think they're horrible. I can't stand them. I think they've done more damage to relationships than almost as much as like social media and a lot of these, again, a lot of these attitudes and stuff I'm talking about. I cannot stand dating apps. Uh, but I think one of the things that's cool about them is the data that they provide, that they basically show what women want. And guess what? Now, if a man says he does not want a fat chick, he's an objectifying pig, right? That's what he's t- he's how dare you? She's beautiful. In fact, we're going to make her a Victoria's Secret model. Look, she's beautiful. How dare you not be attracted to her? But if a woman doesn't swipe right because a guy is 5 foot 5 inches, no biggie. I mean, is that short shaming? One's fat shaming. One short shaming. And by the way, one of them cannot be helped. One can. And so there's just all this crazy stuff going on. And I think what's about to come to a head is we're with reproduction rates going down lower and lower and lower, marriage rates falling more and more and more, more men falling into a state of listlessness and depression and desperation. This is all going to finally come to a head. And I think one of the things that we, as the, as the adults in the room, older people like me, and you that listen to this show that I know are, if you listen to this show, then that, that says something about you. you know, this isn't, um, I don't know, I like to think that we have a pretty bright and intelligent audience, and those of you who I interact with, you confirm that. I think we have to start speaking up about these things, about saying that, look, this worshiping at the altar of self, saying, as long as I accept me, you do you, you, I'll do me, and as long as I'm happy with how I look, I'm happy with how I live, that's, as long as that's the case, then it's all good. Well, that's fine, but what you cannot do is become angry when the marketplace says, I'm glad you love you because I don't. I'm glad you want you because I don't. And by women being more freely or or being looser with their their intimacy and and having sex with more men, the bottom line is men are never going to prefer a woman that's had a lot of sex. 
maybe Jesse James, the guy that Sandra Bullock was married to, but, but let's be honest. When you hear of some guy that's married to a porn star, do you not go, oh, God. I mean, there's just something wrong with that. And by the way, from remembering just kind of way back in the annals of my mind, the, the stories of Jesse James and Sandra Bullock's relationship, um, I don't think it was really healthy. And here's the reason why. And here's what I want you to, because this conversation is going to go into virginity. And because and I'm doing, again, I'm going to do a, a reaction video, uh, which I've never done before. So this is totally new to me where this, this group is talking about sex and the difference between women who have had a lot of sex versus those that have not. And, and two guys are on the panel or not on the panel. They're in this discussion. One has had sex with one, one guy's a virgin. So just to, just to set that up. But I think we've got to get to a point where we talk about the fact that just because you want something to be a certain way, doesn't mean it's ever going to be. That's just the, that's just the bottom line. I mean, even though we want people to accept us for our bad behaviors. It's, it's never going to happen. You're asking too much. And by the way, which is easier to control? Society's view of you or your view of you and how in knowing what's right and doing something about it? What's it, what's it going to be easier? To get a bunch of dudes to decide that a chick that has had sex has a high body count is not healthy, is getting bumping up against or getting past her reproductive age, is it going to be easier to get a guys, many guys, a bunch of this tiny little 5%, right? 5% of them that can have all these girls. Is it going to be easier to get those guys to just decide, yeah, you know what, you're right. <laughs> I'm crazy. I don't mind that you're 300 pounds. I don't mind that you're 39 and that you probably can't have kids and that yeah, in your 20s, you just really went out there and, uh, and and crushed it sexually. Yeah, I don't mind. Come here. Here's a ring. It's not going to be easy. Or would it be easier to just go, you know what? Why don't I create value in myself that makes me more marketable to the marketplace, to the available men out there? And, and this is one of the things I've always told my daughters. Two words. Don't settle. If you were a young lady, the first thing, before I ever talked about your responsibility in getting the best guy for you to get that high-quality male, the first thing I would tell you is you do not settle. You come up with your list of non-negotiables. You make sure that you are equally yoked. If your faith is important to you, then let me tell you something. It better be important to him or it will be a struggle at best. Make sure that you guys are are aligned with how many children you want to have, whether you want to have children at all, where you want to live, how are your parents. Look into your background. Who raised you? Get to know each other. But do not settle. Have a firm list of must-haves and non-negotiables. But then, once you have that list, go do the research. Go find out what the market actually looks like. How hard is it going to be to find that man in the haystack that is the world that's going to match up against those standards? Who does he like? You see, you got to, at some point, you got to say, well, 
if I want this guy, who does this guy, who is this guy attracted to? And am I it? And if not, what do I need to do? And I can tell you, there are three things that all men like naturally. Now, I'm not, I'm not including myself in this. I'm off the market. I'm married. All of this has passed me by. I'm glad I don't have to worry about it anymore. But here's what men, whether you like it or not, and what's never, ever, ever going to change. I don't care how many plus-size models you put in Victoria's Secret ads. I don't care how many times you do that. I don't care how many times you shame men for not being attracted to a woman that is has had a lot of men. And I don't care how many times you throw out that men are slut-shaming by saying, yeah, you've been with 20 dudes. I've been with two women. I've been with one. I'm a virgin. And so, therefore, I don't want to be with you. And you call that slut-shaming? No, what, he has standards. And he that's what men want. They want a woman that is pure is and is young and is able to reproduce. And that's not Jason Wright saying that, you know, I, just, I, th- I thought this. No, that's what statistics show. The bottom line is that's that's just, statistically speaking, that's what men are looking for. I didn't even know that I, whenever the time came for me, I those are things I didn't, I wasn't even aware of. I, I mean, and that's the thing. That's why they're not just chauvinistic biases. We, we didn't all get together and create this male handbook that we passed around like, the, uh, the laws and wedding crashers that Chaz came up with and just said, okay, by the way, these are the things that we must all, no, it's just, it's, we don't have to think about it. It's an eight. That's what men want. And so therefore on this whole idea of purity, then, and you can say, well, Hey, I don't want to be with a guy that's going to judge me because I've had 20 sex partners. Cool. That's fine. You don't have to, but here's the deal to get the guy that most girls want, because what do girls want? Girls want guys that are tall, good-looking, and have high-earning potential. They don't have to be rich at the time. Un, you know, contrary to a lot of popular belief, the studies show that women don't necessarily go for guys that have money. They want to know that he has potential to make money. That's just what they want. They do not want short, poor dudes. They don't. And by the way, if some girl out there has saved herself, is taking care of herself intellectually, physically, you know, she's pure or close to it. She, you know, she went through some really serious long relationships, but she's not a girl that's been hooking up at night after the club, after night at the club. Guess what? She's going to have the pick of the litter. That's just the way it works. There's a reason why billionaires don't drive Honda Civics. There's a reason why Honda Civic, drive, Honda Civic drivers generally don't live in mansions. That's not being civic shaming or non-mansion home shaming. That's just reality. When you make decisions that make yourself more marketable, you get higher standards. So let's check out, I'm going to get so, y'all are so not used to me talking about this sort of thing. It's probably going to be, depends on what what kind of trouble I'm getting myself into here. Modern women delusion with virginity is from Aunt Jenny. She is this lady over in the UK that sits down with younger girls. She's older. She's 54 years old. And she tries to make the case to them that Traditional values are something to be not just cherished. It's not from a judgmental standpoint. What what she's doing is the same thing that Pearl Davis, that I've just 
I've just come across just pearly things. She has the pregame. She has a, a show on YouTube, and it's fantastic. She's 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 talking to women about things they don't want to hear. You see, society right now is telling us that reality doesn't matter. Just what you want reality to be is all that matters. And the minute that someone else is operating in reality and it comes up against your alternate universe, then you should try. You should kick and scream until that until they're living in the real universe, not the metaverse, the real universe, until it bends to your will. And what people like Pearl Davis and Aunt Jenny are trying to say is, just like Jordan Peterson has said, just like Joe Rogan occasionally says, just like Bill Maher says, that's not going to happen. If you jump off a 10-story building, you're still either going to die or be really, really hurt because gravity still exists. You can't yell at the ground long enough so that you can jump off a 10-story building and float. Reality always wins. And so what Betty and Pearl are trying to talk about is, look, you're free to do all these things. And people and men are not judging you by saying that you've done these things and as a result, taking yourself out of the running for being a partner for them. They're not wrong. They can have their standards just like you can have yours. But just understand, and here's the thing. If you were my daughters, I would, I would tell you right now, like I would tell Rylan and Abby, girls, you're adults. I can no longer tell you what to do or not to do with regard to your you know, drinking, drug use, how many guys you have sex with. I mean, all I can do at this point as a father is guide them in the right direction. But I can also come behind them and say, but here's the deal, girls. I want you to have top-notch quality men that are going to love you and treat you like royalty, that are going to cherish you. And the odds are, if you go out and abuse yourself, you don't take care of your body, you don't take care of your, uh, of your, of your purity, if you, don't, if you don't mind those things, then guess what? You're probably not going to get the guy that is on your list of standards. So the, we've got the guy on the left, he's had sex, I think, with one girl, the guy on the right talking, he's a virgin, and they're talking to three girls, two of which are not virgins, one of which is a virgin. But when you hear what she says about her virginity, it's just like, oh my God, sweetheart, do you not understand? So let's just get into this a little bit and I'll stop it and I'll, I'll give my reaction. Well, going with Mr. Donovan. Can I there, ask, who, do, what if she sleeps it? with a whole line of supermodels? What if she's a model? Yeah. And then, like, all of the guys that she sleeps with are, like, really good-looking. Because you're, like, saying that her standards drop, but yeah. she might... Does she have well, no self-respect, though? Just because no. you're shagging somebody with high, with money and high quality, it doesn't mean that... No, I'm not saying, but I'm through. just... So it I'm doesn't mean... Cool. Okay, so here's... Okay, I want to tell you what just happened there. So this guy is saying that you have... That if she's having sex with a lot of guys, that she's lowering her standards. Now, he's talking about your standards of behavior of taking this incredible gift that is yours as a woman, yours, yours, that it is only yours, it is sacred to you to give or not give, and you've lowered your st the standards of your behavior to such a degree that you will give away your virginity or just your intimacy if you've already given away your virginity. And her immediate response is, wait, lower your standards. What if they're hot guys? And you're like, wait, what? So, and she, she totally misses the point that, and let me ask you this, because so, here's, here's something that I wanted to make sure I brought up in this conversation, because I know something that will be, will be thrown back at me, that you're yelling at your car right now or whatever, 
Because I've heard it. I've heard it so many times. Look, I grew up in the South, right? I grew up in the buckle of the Bible Belt, where virginity was something that was preached to me and my, my peer group over and over and over growing up. And then you get older, and a lot of the people that grew up like we did, you talk about the realities of, of sex for the first time on a wedding night. And let me just explain something to you right now. As a Christian, as a believer, as someone who believes in virginity and who believes in saving yourself from marriage, sex on your wedding night for the first time, I have yet to hear a good report about it. I've yet to hear that the sex is good. Probably wasn't expecting that, were you? You know, little Jesus boy Jason is supposed to say, oh, and it's amazing. There's nothing like it. Those of you who have had sex before you got married, sorry, you just have no idea what you missed out of. No, not at all. But let me explain something. Let's just play this out. Let's say you're like the dude, one of these dudes. One's a virgin, one's had sex with one woman. And you decide that you're going to be with one of these girls that's had a lot of sex. And you get in the bedroom, and you don't know kind of really what's going on because, again, you're a virgin, but yet she freaking shows you that she's like a gold medal champion in the bed. I mean, she's like, you know, get her a pummel horse. And she's like a gymnast. She's showing you tricks that you didn't even know existed. You're just like, wouldn't at some point you ask yourself, who did you learn that with? What other men know that you do that? You see, Zig Ziglar, and I don't think he was talking about sex. Zig Ziglar once said that anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Meaning that if you really want to be a guitar player, it was worth it for Eddie Van Halen to pick up a guitar and suck for a while. He sucked until he got good. And then he got really good. And then he became a badass. Most baseball players, most athletes, they weren't that great when they first started. Anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Can you think of a better scenario where it's really good for two people to do something poorly, but then learn how to get really good at it together? Isn't that, wouldn't that be amazing? And here's just a little side note. Uh, guys, if you want to, because I've heard this a lot too. When you marry a, a girl who's been raised like this, who has really valued her virginity, and unfortunately, that sometimes comes with a raising that made sex almost like dirty, like you shouldn't do it. And it carries over from, yeah, you shouldn't have sex as a young lady, as a teenager, to yeah, that's been beat into your mind, and that's kind of how you held on to your virginity is you saw it as this horrible thing that you just, it's dirty and people shouldn't do it. And then you bring that into your marriage, and it's like, I'm not supposed to do this. And then a husband who now, if he has saved himself, his hormones are raging. There's nothing he'd rather do than to have sex five times a day. I mean, it's like really, it's tough for him. But husbands, if you want to shift your wife's view on sex, Here's the secret. You ready? Here's how you do it. You love her through her shyness. You love her through her discomfort. You hold her close to you and you let her know, we're in this together. We're, we're going to figure this out. And I'm so glad that I get to figure this out with you. 
And so this whole idea, this stupid notion that, yeah, but it's good to have practice before you get married so that you'll be, so that you're, you'll, so the sex will be good. That's literally, I mean, what you're saying is, I want to go get good at having sex with you, husband, by having, by getting good at having sex with a bunch of other guys before you. Wifey, I want to go out and slay it so that I can really rock your world whenever we're together. Won't that be awesome? And here's the thing. I know I'm going to get called so old-fashioned and backwards and knuckle-dragging or whatever. Bring it on. I don't care. This is reality. I live in the real world. I live in the world that says, look, ladies, my hope for all of you is to have the most primo choice dude that is deserving of you. But it's a two-way street. You got to make yourself worthy of him. Okay, so I was just amazed that her initial thought was that you your standards are high as long as you're just having sex with good-looking dudes. And here's the thing, too, to remember. This girl that's talking, she's 18. I saw in another video, this is just a clip of this. It comes out, she's 18 years old. Okay, what did I just say? Young, she's young right now. So she still has the the aura of purity. Men are going to naturally be attracted to her because she's younger. But here's the thing. Eventually, she's not going to be young, but the body count is still going to rise, and she is going to make herself valuable to less and less and less. Guys, don't be confused. That does not mean she's not a valuable human being. Her value as a human being, that doesn't change. She's wonderful. That's the, She might be the most brilliant giving, loving, caring person on earth. That's another thing we tend to confuse. We think because we have done certain behaviors that take us out of the running to for something that we want, that somehow that person is judging us. No, they're just maintaining their own standards, and it is well within their right to do that. You're going with Mr. John Can I ask, what if she sleeps with a whole line of supermodels? What if she's a model and then like all of the guys that she sleeps with are like really good looking? Because you're like saying that her standards drop, but she might... Does she have no self-respect? Just because you're shagging somebody with with money and high quality, it doesn't mean that you haven't been run through. So it doesn't mean... calling out what you A dick is a dick. It doesn't matter how many you've taken. It's still loads of dicks. Whether it's a rich dick, whether it's a good looking dick, it's still a dick. That's exactly what you're saying. Is that okay. you had loads of men and the men are going to value that, value it for. But then the same would go for that, correct? But it or should no. do, but it doesn't. If you see a man who's sleeping with loads problem. of women, they'll say he's a stud. It's just the way society is. A woman that sleeps well, with then, loads of men is wrong. naturally a well, stud. Well, then it should change. Why should it yeah. change? Because Why it's not it? fair. you got two. Yeah. See, and here's what. <laughs> it should change because it's not fair. Oh, sweetheart. Yes, life is not fair. The way the universe is lined up, again, the way this whole thing is designed, a lot of times is not fair. It's not fair that it's a sign of good health and virility for a man to be, to go out and and have sex with a lot of women. That's not fair. And I'm not, men should not do that. Again, if I were taught, if I had a son, I would tell him, look, dude, just because you're young, healthy, and you wake up with, rock solid morning wood every day that does not mean you should go out and test yourself just because you are at that stage where you are young you're barreling 
every guy my age looks up to you for your for your abilities, that does not mean you should go and do that. Because here's the deal, son. What men want is younger women, purer women that are able to bear children. And you're going to want her to take care of herself and be beautiful. You, my friend, you have got to be a man that is worthy of that woman. That's what I, as a father, would tell him. Now, society, that beautiful, I know for a, I have someone very close to me that I've known for years and years and years. He was the dude that was just kind of like a male whore. And he married a 40-year-old virgin. He, they are the outliers. He and his wife were both older when they got married. He had had a lot of women, like a sexual deviant, somebody that just so far removed from anything I could understand. And he marries a virgin. Unheard of. I have a fraternity brother that was a typical dude, did things that dudes do all through college. He married a virgin. It's not the same. We don't value the same things as men and women. I'm not saying it's right, but this girl, she says what so many people right now are saying on a whole plethora of issues. It's not fair. Sweetie, life's never going to be fair. So deal with it. And they're saying... Because it's not fair. You've got two men that are saving themselves okay. for women, right? But and you've got if they don't all right then you've got one man that's so she's just smiling she knows what, i don't no, know what I the connection is no, no, right no, no, no. he didn't say anything you've, no. got, you've got a young man there that's saving himself right okay. he's saving himself how many women on that couch have saved themselves for men i don't know well, are you a virgin me yeah no okay are you a virgin uh unfortunately yeah why are you say unfortunately yeah now this is probably the most the, the other two I could really care less about. They're just kind of run of the mill, what you're going to run into these days. You know, I'm, I'm a female in 2022. I can have sex as much as I want with as many men as I want. And just because men don't prefer a woman that has had a lot of sex, they should shame on them for not accepting me. You know, it's not fair. This other girl who's a virgin, she says, unfortunately, and listen to her take on this. Unfortunately. Well, that's something to most be proud people of. my ear would, you know, don't roast don't. me. No, 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 no. But I'm not saving myself. I'm just accidentally a virgin. So if accidentally, like I, no, you know. Would you like to lose your virginity? Whatever happens, happens. Probably. Why do it's okay. just life? Why is it something that you, you know? Once you give it away, you can't get it back. Why would you want to? So if what? you, we've it's just told like you some sacred like thing. Okay. Why? Oh my God! Did you hear that? This girl in the middle drives me bat crap crazy. You say it. Like it's some sacred thing. Your virginity, for God's sake. Oh. <laughs> what? You say it like it's just some sacred thing. Here's the thing that's sad. It's not really her fault. She. This is what she's been told. She's 18. Girl was, I can't even, you know, just kind of sad. I'm sitting here. Talking about important issues, I came and do easy math. <laughs> she was born in 2004. So, her whole life she's been told, your virginity is nothing sacred. Slay queen. Go out. Be you. I'm every woman. I am woman, hear me roar. 
You've got the eye of the tiger like Katy Perry. It's fine. It's good. But don't expect the top-tier man to decide, oh, you're the one for me. The most intimate thing that you and I can share, you don't value. Sure. Down with that, right? Your, your virginity is sacred. The men are telling you it's sacred. Why do, why do the men will value you more if you're a virgin and if you're not. I don't... Your friends are going to be roasting you, young lady. The lady here. Your friends are roasting you because you're a virgin. They, they're only doing it because they're jealous of you. Um, I'm telling you, they're only doing it because they're jealous of they're you. They're not. They, they uh, are. They are. Not, you might not, they might not tell you that. I, right? But uh, you know so, I'm at, so here's a question that I would love to, and of course this girl in the middle, she's not going to, and if you're, those of you who aren't watching on the YouTube channel, uh, there's this girl, she just you know, gives away all of her body language, eye rolling, laughing or whatever. Um, if you could give her truth serum, it'd be like giving a, a person uh, that, that posing this question to a young person. I asked my daughters this one time whenever I was trying to get them to understand that money isn't everything. Being wealthy is not everything. I said, look, I said, you got, you girls are wealthier than I am already right now. Of course, they looked at me kind of puzzled and like, oh God, there's one of dad's weird sermons. What's he talking about? If you are young, if you, then you're wealthier than all of us. Look, I, I'm a lot wealthier but at forty at forty seven, then Warren Buffett. I guarantee you, if I were to go to Warren Buffett, I can almost guarantee. I don't know Warren. He's kind of a weird dude. But I bet if I went to Warren, I said, Warren, tell you what, let's do a trade of age for money. I get your age, but I also get your money. But you get my age, forty seven. Do you think that Warren Buffett wouldn't take that? Do you think he wouldn't rather have my as it relates to him, just to be clear, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have much youth, but you think he wouldn't take my youth in exchange for all of his money? He's probably going to be dead inside of a decade. He's, he's in the last decade of his life, most likely. By the actuarials, especially in the health I'm in, I've probably got somewhere close to 40 to 50 years left unless I get hit by a bus or something. You think Warren would make that trade? So tell me this, ladies that, that are listening to this, be honest with yourself. And if you and if you and if if you had the opportunity, if you're not married and you've had sex, I don't care if it's one or if it's a hundred. If I were to say to you right now, especially if you're pushing up against that kind of marriage age of 25 to 29, or whatever, and if I were to come to you and say, Hey, I can give you your virginity back, and I will take what you've done. And add it to my account because I'm already married and it doesn't matter. Are you saying that they wouldn't, and if, they, if there's even, if they would even pause to think about it, they would even pause to think about it, then that means that there's value there. Otherwise, this girl acts like if you were to say that to her, she'd be like, no, I don't care. I'm, what? I don't, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I find that very hard to believe, especially if you know, and this is what, again, Jenny is trying to explain to these young ladies. It doesn't matter what you think of virginity, young lady. It doesn't matter what society tells you about virginity. There's the guys. If you want to be married one day, and if you want to be with a really good guy, 
They are saying this is what we want. And you can say it's not fair. All you want, just because you say it's not fair doesn't mean that they have to be the ones to make it fair. No, they can just maintain their standards. Look at the women that are out there that they're going to run through. So you're saying accidentally. I just don't think. Be. I just don't think a woman's value should be assigned that's to whether or not she's saying. a virgin. Why not? Because, because yeah. why? So okay, again, that's what you, as a woman, you don't think that value for a woman should be associated as to whether or not she's a virgin. That is fine. You're well within your rights. And to me, my daughters, whether they are virgins or not, they are always going to be as valuable to me as as, as they they're right priceless whatever you want to say it. I hold them in such high self-esteem uh, such, such high esteem it doesn't matter what Ryan and Abby do uh, they could go commit murder and I'm still going to love and adore them I'm going to be disappointed and sad but I'm going to love them and cherish them and adore them they're my daughters I'm not marrying them that's what these women don't understand They've been sold a bill of goods. They've been sold this bill of goods that you be whoever you want to be and whatever you accept with yourself. And if some man doesn't accept you for the way you love being, then it's not fair and that they should not have that attitude. That's fine. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can have that attitude. You can be that way. But here's the problem. You're going to be lonely and sad, and you're going to have to then you lowered your standards at a young age. You're going to have to lower those standards whenever you look for a man. You're not going to get the top earning six foot two guy in great health with great potential, a good head of hair, all these other superficial things that women actually prefer. And they have every right to have standards. See, the short dudes could sit around and go, because short, being short, I didn't realize this, that being short is something that is a big ding against dudes. So all the short guys out there could be yelling and stomping their feet saying, it's not fair. They should like me. They shouldn't judge me on my height. Guess what? You're not going to make them do that. A gr girls aren't just going to all of a sudden decide that short guys are attractive. By and large, some girls, some girls think that and some girls, and you know, I know some really good, Tom Cruise, a pretty short dude. Dude's done just fine. But the point is you can't just all of a sudden say, it's not fair, I'm short, so therefore you must love short guys. And by the way, all of a sudden we start putting short guys as, as male models in Dolce & Gabbana ads and in movies and all these different things. Guess what? Not going to work. Not going to work. Does it matter? Are we just all humans? So because, many, you know, because, because the men want to go out there and they want like... He wants to go out there and he wants to have children with a woman. He don't want to be out there walking around knowing that the mother of his children has slept with about 50 men out there. <laughs> but why does it have to be 50? 20, 5, 10. Why couldn't to him, been... he saved himself. Okay. To him, two is too many. Okay. So then he can be with a woman that hasn't slept with... Most men think... That's right, sweetheart. He has more options. He can go down a notch, down two, or he can stay right there, cream of the crop, because he has earned the right. He has held himself to a higher standard and therefore by doing so has earned the right to hold his potential bride to a higher standard. Like that. 
they, these are not I... the two odd ones. Most men think like that. I can't believe that we've got a woman on here saying that her virginity is not important. I'm not saying Your virginity it's not important. Is important. Can I ask you no. something? Can I ask you something, ladies? What's the reason for having sex? Why? Why? What is sex for? Um, pleasure. Wow. Oh, God. Like a dagger through my heart. What is sex for? Again, I, I, don't, I don't fault her. That is what society has shown her. She was born in the 21st century, friends. When I was growing up, I mean, I'm, I'm 47. That's not that old in the grand scheme of things. Back whenever I was growing up on TV shows, most of the time, the couples that went together or went to bed together were married. Hell, I still remember watching TV shows like um, I Love Lucy, where they didn't even sleep in the same bed. I think on Father's Day was best. I don't think they slept in the same bed. Back in the day, and it's crazy for, for some of you, the younger listeners, there used to be this time where couples in movies and on TV, they actually loved each other or were married before they had sex, and that was what was modeled. You, If you grew up in the Friends era and, era and later, then what you've seen is, not, I'm going to have sex with you. I'm going to make love to you because I love you. What you've grown up watching is, I'm going to have sex with you. And then it might turn out that I even love you. But we're going to have sex first. We're going to satisfy that pleasure first. And who knows? We might get lucky and have some cheesy line in the movie that says, you know, I think I'm falling in love with you. Well, you've been banging her through half the movie, so I, wow. It's a good thing, Hoss. But that's what this girl, you want to get frustrated whenever a girl, especially if you're, you're more traditional like me, and you hear a girl, her first thing to say is not to express love for someone who you cherish and is important to you, not to conceive a child between two people and bring it into the world. No, it's for pleasure. I don't know. Like, if you have a pleasure. connection with someone, like, oh. Gross. Do you know what I'm saying? You just want to go further, don't you? Like, it's not something that you should have to protect with your life. I just think there's so many more important things to value someone off of. Such. Oh, God. <laughs> you shouldn't protect. The, the, one, the one act that two people have to experience together. And look, I, look guys, I, I'm, I'm sensitive to this topic for a number of reasons. I've been in... Uh, I've actually had a relationship where this intimacy was bastardized to a great degree. And when you're, and again, it's what I tell my daughters, it's what I would tell anyone to listen to me. If you don't hold the same values as your partner, if you, do, if you look at it like these girls, like these girls, they're going to, they'll find guys. They're not going to be guys that they would, if they were to put their list together, their list of standards. I can almost guarantee you the guys that they would like to have are not guys that are going to be attracted to them. And that's the point of this. It's not about slut shaming. It's not about shaming these girls. It's about telling them, girls, you deserve a badass. You deserve the greatest man that this world and society has to offer. But, but you've got to earn that. I say you deserve it. If you, you've got to earn the fact, earn the right to deserve it. 
you, you, you deserve respect and love and people accepting you, but you don't deserve, if you're, if you're, if you're just going to treat your virginity and intimacy as some sort of just eh, pleasure, pleasure act, well then, do you really want a man that that's what he looks at making love to you as? It's just, oh, we're just, we're just getting off our, getting our jollies off right now, right? This isn't any big deal. Then what the hell's the difference between having sex with you and someone else? Well, we just, you know, because the chemicals get up and we can. What's Such more valuable than your virginity? Kindness and what their personality is okay. like. Personality is more important and than virginity. No. Uh, yes. It's more important no than way. virginity. Yes. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. God, this poor girl, this poor girl, you know, whoever her parents are, they both need to be punched in the face. Do you really think a marriage is safe? I mean, come on, be, be real with me here, folks. I know some of you out there listening, or if you've, you've stuck with it, you're probably never coming back to the Jason Wright Show. You're like, I, this is ridiculous. I came to listen about health and wellness. Why are you doing this episode? It's because it's best Friday ever, and this is what we do, baby. And I think this is important. And get ready. I'm going to be talking more about these types of issues. So just either come back or thank you so much for the time you spent with me. But here's the deal. This is sad. It breaks my heart that this girl has been led so astray. Do you honestly, be honest, and here's what, here's what my question was that I didn't finish. Uh, listen to me, listen. Do you really think a marriage is secure and long-lasting if it's just between two people with great personalities that are really, really nice but have no sex? The woman, just not really attracted to the guy. The guy, ooh, mm, not really attracted to you. But we, great personality. She makes me laugh. He's so sweet. I love the way that he cuddles. But there's no intimacy. You really, really think, really think that's a good, healthy marriage. And by the way, why in the hell would you not want to have amazing sex in your marriage? Why would you settle for that? Again, it goes back to where this started. Why would you settle? Why would you not set out to find a partner that you're going to have a great friendship with, a great partnership with? She lifts me up when I'm down. I lift her up when, I, when I'm down. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's these two people coming together to create this couple that is far better than we would ever be alone. And by the way, we get to make the most amazing love ever as, a, as the ultimate expression of this partnership. Why would you settle for anything less? Why would you just say, eh, we don't have to have sex, but as long as he's nice. No, no. No way. That is, that's no way. The reason for sex is to procreate, to have children, not for pleasure. We think it's pleasure. Okay. And that's why a lot of women and men, I'll say men too, yeah. that go around sleeping around, fucking multiple people, have more trauma linked to them. Yep. Well, you need to ask someone, if they're going to have sex with you, say to me, you marry True. me before we have sex. Why would I say that? Because to see how important it is to, to them. Because otherwise men would just go out there, keep on having, what you feel to realize. She rolls her eyes and throws it. This girl in the middle is so obnoxious it's beyond belief but why would i say that so here's the thing that she does not have in her life i can get obviously is a father to tell her how unbelievably precious and valuable she is these aren't just some empty words that feminism has caused me to say 
no, I'm a good and decent human being who understands men and women. And I'm going to tell you right now, women, women, especially if Rylan and Abby, they've grown up their whole lives understanding they are precious. They are to be honored. They are to be cherished. They are to be loved and adored. That's what, that's what, obviously, someone didn't tell this to this girl. Or they somehow, it didn't land. Because a girl, in, not my opinion, a girl, this is it. I'm going to speak as though it's facts. It is. I'm taking some authority here. A girl should value herself to such a degree that the standards of the man that gets to be with her is so freaking high that the last man standing is the man that will find himself standing at the damn altar. That's what I think. That's what I freaking know. Doesn't always happen that way. And I'm not trying to say that if you've had sex before that you're never going to find that great guy. No, absolutely not. Most of the people listening to this, if you're not married, you're probably not a virgin. That doesn't matter, but that doesn't mean, just like um, Dale Carnegie said, every day is a new man. Every day is a new life for a wise man. You can start right now to raise your standards. Start making your call. I, 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 this is something to be cherished. Don't have the attitude of this poor girl. Is that women have this connection with men? They want to feel good. It feels good for both of them. A man's just going to feel good and he's gone. A woman feels good and then, then what? But then what? She normally gets emotionally, what? normally gets emotionally attacked. It's very rare that you would find a woman going out there, sleeping around with men, left, right, and centre, and don't get attached to them or don't feel something. They are don't attached. feel something. I don't know because I don't. I don't really know like people that are like that, but I'd like to think that they could if they wanted to. I don't know. Just go out there and have sex. Just oh, I, I want to feel if good. If they wanted it makes to, makes me feel good. Let me go and have sex. Go and never, you know. The most uh, important thing is that they're happy at the end of the. Oh, there it is. There it is. And here's the point, sweetheart. The most important thing is that they're happy at the end of the day. Dear Lord, help me. No, it's not, sweetheart. And by the way, living your life the way that you are condoning right now is going to, statistically speaking, not just Jason, old fart, traditional values, Texan guy, backwards, southern, Bible belt guy talking. Statistics show that living like you leads to less happiness. It just does contrary to what is portrayed to us about marriage on television and in pop culture most people who are especially women when women are older and when i say older i mean like my age and single they are miserable they tend to find their women are much more relational than men men aren't that happy either told you men die sooner when they're single so for her to say, as long as they're happy at the end of the day, see, what these people can't imagine is why would you ever practice delayed gratification? Again, another problem with modern society. 
day. It doesn't really matter about like. Okay. What happens when the happiness is finished? What happens the next day when you're woken up alone? You've had all these men have had you. The, no, the man's I ghosting mean, you on the phone. You're trying to say, hang on a minute, we're going to meet up tomorrow. And the guy that want to know. That's not always the case. Yeah, but that's not the case though. That's not always the case. So how come I've right, been then, in a relationship that was in the case hasn't... and you're not a virgin? Why aren't you with the person that you lost your virginity to? Because things don't work out. Just because someone wants to stay with you after you've had sex doesn't mean they want to stay with you forever. So why would you have, why not try and sort it out before you have sex? Find out whether you and that person's compatible. Find out more about because that person first before just, having sex. Because it just was not that important that I needed to do that. Okay, now see, and here's the thing too, and this is a, another message for the young folks out there. I get it. She's 18 years old. It's not that important right now. But one day it probably will be. And the bottom line is, it may not be important to you ever. But again, to find the right partner, right mate, it's, again, by the numbers, it's going to be important to them. Because I'd like to think that in this day and age that we could we could see past that. See, in this day and age. And you know what? I think that's a good place to uh, wrap this up. I mean, I, this is my first, I told you, it's my first ever reaction video. And I think that that's a perfect place to, to end because that's what's happening. We are living in this day and age, and this day and age is twisting a lot of truths and values that are not just, just because. And it's going to have some detrimental impacts. And I think that the way we view marriage, sex, relationships, reproduction, all of it, it has consequences. You can't just, again, you can't just all of a sudden jump off a 10-story building and go, it's not fair that I don't fly. It's not fair. It's not fair that men don't find my lifestyle attractive. It's not fair. You can say that all you want. Not going to get you a guy. Not going to happen. All right, folks, I hope, I, I can't wait to hear the responses. I, like I said, I know I probably just stepped right off into it, probably lost some listeners. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you have some comments on this. And look, you know, I haven't always got it right, but one of the things I do love to do is I, I, I will share my experience raising daughters. I, if there's one thing that I think it, that I, I've been very fortunate, and I credit my daughters with this. This wasn't me. I always tell them all the time, you girls were easy to raise because you were such good girls. And they've done stupid things. They've disappointed me. They've made me mad. My girls aren't perfect. They'll be the first one to tell you. They'd probably say, Dad, shut up. Why are you saying that? There's things we haven't even told you. I get it. I live in the real world. For a long time, I didn't. <laughs> I honestly didn't. I, you know, there were things that I was very naive about. But they're adults now. And I think, by and large, navigating the waters of these, I mean, my girls... They went through a divorce and they but it and they they've gone through some stuff, but through it all, you know, um, in the grand scheme of things, I consider myself very fortunate as a father because I got two really, really good girls. And so if you're a dad in particular and you're you're wondering how to connect with your daughter, if you're wondering what the hell's going on, if you're scared to death, and you want somebody just to talk to about. I will say this, I, I think that my girls 
have maintained a very high standard in who they choose in men. And I, I would love to, I'll, I'll help where I can. Again, I am not a therapist. I don't have all the answers. It would be just dad to dad. But if that's beneficial, you know, I, I'm, I'm in. I'd be willing to, to discuss to the best of my ability. And with that, I hope you have an incredible rest of your Friday. Great weekend. And um, I don't know. I'd like to get your comments about, I want, I want to know what you thought about this episode because this is different than anything I've ever done. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Continue to improve always and always. I'm Jason. And I'm out. <laughs>